Ah, yes, it's the Ben and Skin Show. It's 105.3 The Fan. We're going to catch up uh, with our good friends, the G-Bag Nation, here in about 40 minutes and see what they have on the docket this weekend. I'm looking over there in the uh, prep room, and I don't see a single G-Bagger, so I'm going to assume they're out on the road today. We're going to find out where, and they probably have some G-Bag flags with them. Uh, But Jerry Jones was on the show earlier today. Benjamin joined us at 1030 and it's always good, and we're heading into a Jerry Jones birthday weekend. Sunday night, he's going to be in uh, New York as the Cowboys are playing the Jets, and it is his 77th birthday. And, Benny, you asked him about uh, how he likes to spend his birthdays. It's clip number three. Candy Lee, it's the same kinds of things that I've uh, wanted uh, and enjoyed uh, from my high school, college days. Uh, I want to be around people I love. I want to be around people that uh, uh, I feel good uh, with. Uh, so proximity to my favorites is always the most important thing for me. Uh, I used to be such a homebody, and I had such a pleasant growing up that I really didn't like to even go across town and spend the night with a classmate. Uh, and if I did, I slept on the side of the bed that was closest to my house on the other <laughs> side of town. And I'm smiling, too. But the point is, uh, uh, it felt good to be around home when I grew up. And so uh, uh, that's that's uh, where I like to be. Now, in this particular case, we're going to be in New York. Uh, we very uh, uh, we are. Uh, it's a great place to be. We've got great memories. I'll never forget the first time that we played the Jets in New York. It was Emmett Smith. Uh, uh, he came out, and I think he made seven yards or eight yards. It wasn't much. Carried the ball, uh, uh, I forget how many times, but it was about a yard of carry. Hmm. And I'll never forget Jimmy coming in and said, you know, we got to live with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, later Jimmy said, don't ever let me. Uh, make a decision or think about it right after we played a game when somebody uh, didn't play up to our expectation. But, uh, uh, you know, I like this whole thing. Uh, one of the great things about, to me, uh, the NFL and getting to be a part of the Cowboys is going up to these cities, New York, Washington, Philadelphia, and playing football. It just feels good to be around those tall buildings and do that. Now, I love collegiate atmosphere, too. Uh, but it feels good. What a way to get to spend your birthday is my point. God, it's awesome. It's a great answer. And I, I feel the same way. I, I find Jerry to be incredibly likable. And if you think about it, you know, I talked about how he seems like one of us. He does. For a billionaire, he's not stuffy. He, he's folksy. He, he's relatable. Um, and he just happens to be a billionaire. And he happens to be a business mogul. But if you think about it, he, he's sitting there saying the th- it's the things I want for my birthday are always the th- the same things I've always wanted. He just wants to be around his favorite people, people what that he loves. What a way to get to spend your birthday. People that uh, you know that he feels good being around. Uh, proximity to his favorites. That's awesome. My when my my wife asked, "What do you want to do for your birthday?" I'm like, "I just want to be around the family. Let's just get all the family together, have a family dinner. Those are my favorite humans. Let's just get them together." And it's really cool to hear after, you know, almost 77 years. That's what Jerry wants to do more than anything. I So my fa- my thing that I want to do on my birthday is spend somebody else's money for once. But the thing that I really took out of all that is I really felt like Jerry just said, you know, guys, my life has been one long birthday party. Ever since I bought the Cowboys, 
I'm surrounded by tall buildings doing awesome stuff. I mean, it's always, every day is like a new birthday party. We've really done this thing right. Even before he bought the Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, he, this is a guy who really cherished his childhood. He loved his his parents. You know, his dad was has an awesome, had an awesome impact on his life, and he learned so much from his dad, and he had a great life. That's really, I love hearing that, man. Think about that. When he had a sleepover, he wanted to sleep on the side of the bed closest to his house. And I'm smiling when I say that. God, that was a great answer. I know you are, too. So we can look right out the window here, and I can see the Ferris wheel, and I can see where Texas OU is about to go down. And Ben asked the question that we've all been wondering with the fair on our minds. Number five, Jerry, are you a corn dog guy? I ate enough corn dogs between the time I was about eight at the at a fair fair type situation until I was about uh, mid teens to last me for the rest of my <laughs> life and last you guys too. <laughs> a corn dog man and. Uh, uh, consequently, uh, uh, I do like them. I don't eat them as much as, of course, as much as I like uh, hot dogs. Uh, while I'm thinking of it, I don't know why, but I used to, uh, I grew up around a grocery store. And, of course, like all kids, I craved that sugar. And uh, uh, my mom, who was bookkeeper, cashier, did it all, uh, she couldn't really keep her eye on me 100% of the time. And so I was bad about going around that store and getting sugar. <laughs> well, back then they they uh, sold cold drinks uh, in a bottle, and when you finished the bottle, you put it in a rack, and they reused the bottle, and they cleaned it and made a. I'm talking about the bottling company, and you could uh, turn that bottle in for a couple of cents, and people picked up bottles. But what I'd do is go by that rack, and I'd just clean out what hadn't been drunk in those bottles. I'd just suck it down. Hmm. And there I was drinking behind who knows who, uh, drinking those bottles of cold drink in the rack. And uh, just to show you can live through anything, it never <laughs> dropped me. It never dropped me, but uh, uh, it sure uh, was a bad habit. And my mother, can you imagine, used to really tear my you-know-what up for drinking those half-used drinks out of that. <laughs> that was a great story. Okay, so... He says he's always he's he doesn't know why he's always been a hot dog guy more than a corn dog guy because he's sitting there thinking about it going man corn dogs are awesome too I'm both I'm a hot dog guy I'm a corn dog guy but I think corn dogs come down to availability they're not around as much hmm. um, hot dogs are around you go to a sporting event most sporting events hot dogs are re- readily available the corn dogs not as available and I think that's one of the reasons the state fair is so awesome people love going down there and getting a Fletcher's corny dog. When we were growing up, Richardson Square Mall had a Fletcher's yes. store. And and I remember getting corn dogs and lemonade from that Fletcher's in the yeah. mall all the time. It's incredible. Yeah. And you could get just the cheese corn dog. It wasn't oh, mold. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, it was just cheese in the middle of it. There was no it was a corn dog exterior with cheese on the inside, just hot cheese. Now and that no, is healthy. And no dog. Yeah. No um, dog. No dog at all. And then I love how Jerry fessed up to being a corn dog man. I'm a corn dog man too. And then I started thinking about that. I'm like, that's probably the worst superhero, Corn Dog Man. <laughs> nah, it's awesome. And yeah. then what is Corn Dog Man? Is he is are his limbs made of corn dogs and his torso is a corn dog? No, he's got does a he, stick coming out of his butt. Does he throw corn dogs? <laughs> oh, I like that. Does he <laughs> pew, 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 throwing corn dogs around? I mean, what does Corn Dog Man do? He uh, he just barks at you to come on by his booth and get some delicious cornmeal around a piece of pork. Okay, okay so he Jerry can mustard or ketchup at you, <laughs> Jerry. Jerry 
talking about corn dogs and talking about drinking bottles and I mean, I, could you not listen to that all day? It's very entertaining. I could listen to that all day. And I, I do love where it's so amazing to me when we go back and listen to some of these cuts. You look at where he started with the question of where he ended up. Mm-hmm. And it's always a journey. Yeah. So we asked him where he likes to spend his foot, uh, his birthdays, and he started talking about Jimmy getting pissed on a game where Emmett averaged one yard a mm-hmm. carry. I mean, that is going all over the place to get to somewhere really cool. But his final point was, man, we're doing awesome stuff all the time. As long as I can have my family with me, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I think everyone can relate to being a kid and, and having a little bit of a debauchery in a, in a grocery store. What do you mean? Well, oh, yeah. a little, maybe you're stealing something or maybe you're taking a drink oh. of something or maybe you're uh, diving into to a box of something and taking oh. a bite and running off. Trust me, I worked at a grocery store for years. I saw it with my own eyes, other people doing it. And I was like, well, I did that 10 years ago when we used I was to, a kid. We used to hide in the toilet paper. like in the, <laughs> Knock and, it over? And, well, no, we would build like a wall. Like yeah. a, they, do, they build forts now and put those shows on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But what we would do is we would hide in those forts, and then when somebody came by to reach for it, we'd scare them. I mean, we just ran loose in the grocery store. It was store. amazing. I, I used to actually hide in the toilet and avoided that backfire. <laughs> oh, man. What a terrible decision that was. And then, dude, as a parent, if you if you can't find your kid in a grocery store, you're these days, oh yeah, it's, it's full-on panic, call SWAT. Oh, my God. God, that was a whole plot point of season three, True Detective. Man. Remember yeah. when his kids wandered off in Walmart and he yeah. lost his mind? <sighs> okay, so let's get to some of this other <laughs> stuff. Uh I like this one. This is uh, clip number eight, Shippy. Ben getting to the story about when we uh, ran into Jerry at uh, Pappas Brothers Barbecue right after getting off the air. We're on the old midday show over at Espen. I left the story in there. So just oh, okay, okay, okay very good. Here we go. I think my favorite interaction with you of all time was we just got finished doing three hours of probably talking Jerry Jones stuff. For Jerry three needs hours. to sell the team. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. You know, though, for three hours. And then we walk into Papa's Barbecue. Is that what it's called? Papa's? Yeah, Papa's, Papa's Brothers over and, there. And, and uh, I get in line before skin, and I'm just meeting another man in the line. And the man has his tray down. He's ready to go through the line. And I look up, and it's Jerry Jones. It's you. And Skin walks in. He's like, "Hey, man." I'm like, "I'm like nodding my head." Look, there's Jerry. We just spent three hours talking about. It. We've got a career talking about Jerry. And I said, "Mr. Jones, I'm Ben from the Ben and Skin Show. Just wanted to introduce myself. We just got finished talking about you for three hours, and you said uh, you were so nice to us. And I, I was blown away by how kind you were. And you said, "I think you dunked on us. This was so great." You said, "Well, guys, isn't it great that a couple guys like you can have a career talking about what I do?" <laughs> <laughs> and you were so. I just thought that was brilliant. And to your point. We've hey, been able to carve out a career is. talking about you. We're both uh, uh, playing uh, well above our, our uh, pay <laughs> We all are. Uh, but I'll tell you this, um, uh, and I've forgotten, uh, I, I'm in that line quite a bit. I don't see you guys as much as you ought to be there, but I guess uh, if we made some of these good places, especially that barbecue there, we could run into each other more. But, uh, man, sports. Uh, do a little radio, do a little talk, uh, talk a little football, go out, eat a little barbecue, drink a little cold beer. Man, I'm, I, I've got to pinch myself. Have I gone to heaven? Right. Agreed. <laughs> That's, That's what good, it's about. It's a good life, isn't it? It yeah. sure is. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Jimmy, you got to play the end of that yeah. again. Man, I'm, I, I've got to pinch myself. Have I gone to heaven? Right? Agreed. <laughs> That's, That's what good, it's about. It's a good life, isn't it? 
It yeah. sure is. <laughs> <laughs> really sucks because I, I answered my own question right as he finally got around to answering it. Jerry Center going, was that a rhetorical question? Or? That was the longest one and a half second I think I've ever. <laughs> it felt like an hour and a half. Half of my organs quit during that. <laughs> nope. Oh, man. Sure is. Uh, well, the rest of this stuff is pretty sure long, is. Benny. I okay, think we'll- uh, all right, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um, we always say this. If you can't listen to our show on an actual radio, like in your car, live, that's fine. You can stream it on the radio.com app. But if you can't listen to it live, either on the radio.com app or listening live on an actual radio, you can listen to the podcast. And we still get credit for the ratings, so we'll take it. As long yes. as you listen in the next 24 hours, that's yes. gravy for us. So if you missed yeah. Jerry, if you missed any of our show... Check out the podcast. It's at Ben and Skin on Twitter. B-E-N-A-N-D-S-K-I-N. We tweet out the most important podcast of the day. Or you can go to 1053thefan.com slash Ben and Skin, and the podcasts are there as well. Absolutely. If you have uh, just the podcast app, I know a lot of people have that, or on iTunes. Yep. If you just search Ben and Skin, it'll pop up. I would so like it if you... click you, on today's stuff and listen to it the next 24 hours. We love you for it. I would like it if you listen to G-Bag on your radio while listening to our podcast simultaneously. Just hold one up to each ear yeah. and really make the most of your time. It's the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. Let's load them up. Heading into a huge sports weekend, we are going to load up the phones at 877-881-1053. That's the number that you call. We're going to look down. We're going to see who's called, and we're going to do our favorite segment called... Tell us what you're thinking. Do it right now. 877-881-1053. Load up them phones, and let's get to it. Tell us what you're thinking next on the Ben and Skin Show. Uh, All right. This is an opportunity right here for us to open up the phone lines, take your calls, and allow you to... Tell us what you're thinking. It's whatever you want to talk about. It's you're just sitting there, and you have something you're thinking, and we're sitting here wondering what it is, and we're sitting here thinking... What are we thinking? Tell us what you're thinking. And oh, that's sorry. why we called the segment. What you're thinking? All right, just trying to yeah. see. Just trying to keep shipping tight. <laughs> Peter's just kind of slow right yeah, now. Yeah, it's fine. kind of got a refractory period. Uh, okay. Uh, I suck. KT, did you want to start us off with somebody on a text message who wanted to correct you? Tell us what, Tell you're, us what you're thinking. <laughs> uh, no, this is a good uh, good text. Autoflex leasing fan text, 877-881-1053. Tell us what you're thinking. And, uh, a guy from the 682 area could said, I'd like to hear a few minutes of time of possession Cowboys talk last year versus this year because that might be the problem with the defense. Did you text that so, into yourself? No, I didn't. But the last two text. the last two weeks, the Cowboys lost time of possession, 36-24 and 37-23. Mm-hmm. So they were down. The Rams game in the playoffs last year, time of possession. Rams 36, Cowboys 24. The Colts game last year, time of possession. Pulling it up. That Tell was, us what you're thinking. That was the game well, in which was, the team took off the game because they had put yeah. New Orleans and Philadelphia down in back-to-back situations. 32-28 in that one. I, I'm less concerned about that one. But I think that's an interesting thing about the dangers of moving to a uh, throwing offense, and I'm all about passing me in the main part of this offense. Mm-hmm. But this is my fear, is that you have a couple more outings of getting out T.O.P.'d, 36-24, that everyone gets nervous about what we're doing. Why don't we just go back to having the ball for 35 minutes a game? Do you know what kills time of possession? Turnovers. Yes. Being out turnovered by three. It's all together. I think it's interesting, though. Um, cause I think if you're going to be a 30, I mean, you can give I, I, I should, it should be a 30, 30 time of possession. And then I beat you because we're the better team. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of what I'm looking for. If you're going to throw it more, the time of possession is going to go down a little bit, but you know, it's interesting how that affects the defense and 
Yeah, maybe it could your be. defense, and especially when you're compromised on your defensive line, your depth is compromised by injury. That's what that whole time of possession game is about, is about wearing folks down and beating them at the end. I thought that was a good text. I thought we should do it. Let's go to uh, line seven right here. It's a sharp man on Snapchat calling live from Central Expressway. Tell us what you're thinking. Hey, fellas, what's going on, man? This is sharp man, yep, like the wet ones that we all had once every now and then. What? Um, I'm going to say that uh, I'm looking at some of this uh, fighting Texas Aggie football coming from a fellow Aggie. Uh, A&M's got no chance. they got no run game. Uh, the quarterback looks awful. So uh, that 230 game, it's going to be a quick blowout. You're going to have to change the channel. Um, looking forward to the OU-Texas game because hopefully Texas can take a loss because that will make this Aggie one happy guy. If uh, Texas can lose and A&M loses all together, it's all the same to me. Hey, so, question uh, for you. Do you are As an Aggie, are you satisfied with moving to the SEC and just getting hammer-pummeled every week? Uh, hammer-pummeled every week? I don't know if it's every week. I mean, hey, look. It's, not your non-conference not, weeks. Yeah, not for non-conference <laughs> Except weeks. for the Clemson uh, game. I mean, hey. I, Jimbo, give Jimbo his third year, third year in Jimbo's career when he was with S, uh, Florida State. That's what we get to look forward to. But hey, I mean, at least we played defense, maybe. Was, was Florida State already in the ACC when Jimbo showed up there? I think they were. Yes. Yeah, okay. Hey, yeah. I like this guy. In fact, I like most Aggies. I was sold a bill of goods for my Longhorn brothers. They were right. They were wrong. They were Aggies right. are Your good dudes. Are the Aggie is okay with me. The Aggie's uh, great when he's around other Aggies. <laughs> oh, when he's around horns. When he's around fellow Aggies, he's he's very comfortable and a great guy to be around. Okay. Absolutely. But this guy seems to kind of know what's going on. He's not. Uh, yeah, you know, that's a good dude. Yeah. I like that guy. Yeah, I like him You guys too. still want to turn to Sharp Man or are we on the next one? No. Uh, let's move on to the next okay. one. Okay. See you, Sharp Man. <laughs> Sharp Man on <laughs> Don't Snapchat. say bye to the caller. Okay. Um, let's go to line two, Quentin in Flower Mound. Quentin. What? Tell us what you're thinking. What's up, guys? Um, I'm thinking this is a big game for Dak, uh, the offense, but this is a huge game for the defense, especially the line. They got to eat this week against an inferior opponent. We got to get that swagger back on the line, maybe get a few turnovers. Uh, so when Philly comes to town, the Hot Boys actually play like the Hot Boys. Congrats on the Hall of Fame, guys. Thank you. Hey, I, thank you. I Thanks. do like I do like that uh, specific kind of angle though of using this game as a uh, machismo swagger springboard type game. Right. And this you is, brought this up, Benny. Yeah. If you're the Jets, you hate what's happening to the Cowboys because the Cowboys are pissed. Yeah. They need to go in there and destroy the Jets, and it's bad enough with high enough expectations that it shouldn't just be all right. We destroyed the Jets. Now we can let off the gas. They're on a mission from God at this point. They should be furious. They should be ready to run through the league. That's why this should be the best the Cowboys have to offer. Mm -hmm. They should steamroll the Jets. That's why I absolutely would take this bet all day. All day or day. They'll cover. Let's go to line one. Don Bob in Louisville. Don Bob, tell us what you're thinking. Ben and Skin Bob. What's up? What's up, man? What is up? (laughs) Uh, Just sitting there and hearing the dozer in Louisville, wondering... uh, you know, fishing is a sport too. I'd like to see you guys do a fishing report, Friday fishing report. Oh, I'm actually. I don't think this is a bad idea because we have some friends that recently, at least, put on my radar that you can get fishing scholarships. I did not realize. Yes, that. there's a kid in our neighborhood in Light Farms who is like an all-state fisherman. Pretty awesome. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, I was hoping That's he would cool. teach my I'm kids a- how to fish. Listen, I love to fish. I'm just not good at it. Yeah. I mean, I really you know, you enjoy fishing. Guys- 
I just don't. Tr- I've. I guess. I like er- it on a good day. Early in life, I think I was told that getting stung by a catfish is equivalent to having your arm bitten off by a shark. No. I don't think they sting you, do they? They have long stingers. I don't know what Aggie told you that. They got don't, whiskers. They have the long whisker stingers that I think are like an electric eel. Yeah. And then uh. they have those razor blade fins on the side that if they cut you, could kill you. Yeah. Uh, don't get cut by it. That's why you always have <laughs> the facts. wife of a police officer <laughs> take the hook out of the catfish I don't, for you. I don't feel comfortable taking the fish off the hook, and I'm embarrassed by it. it sucks. It's it's the probably the least manly thing about me or among the top 100 but I just am not comfortable putting my hand in a fish's mouth. It happens, and I like that you held that really expensive flashlight <laughs> so that she could see what she was doing as she took the hook out of the mouth for you. This is a $140 flashlight, so I can see how you're doing this. Who is this guy? Uh, Don Bob's in luck. Don Bob said he's out there in Louisville. Louisville, uh, water stained, but good shape. Largemouth bi- uh, bass continue to be good on the crankbaits, guys. Yeah. Get there on the crankbaits. If you got those Texas rigged plastic baits and the spinner baits and medium depth structure, you're going to be in pretty good shape in shallow water. Now you go out to Lake Levon, wa- water's lightly stained, about 84, or 85 degrees, a little bit low there. They need a little bit of rain down there at Lake Levon. Largemouth bass, they're fair on the good to white spinners. Yeah. They'll get those spinner baits going. They also spinner's got those small one, Carolina right? rigged lizards and maybe those Texas rigged worms along with the crankbaits. You always want to work in the crankbait. You go out to Joe Pool Lake. What character 78 is to 84 degrees. Now I they're about like three feet low, need a little bit of range, but the largemouth bite is good on those T rigged soft plastic worms. You work in those worms, you're going to be in good shape if you're going fishing out there. And also want to go out there if you're uh, going to get uh, all messy down there in Lake Grapevine. Water stained, 83 to 86 degrees, about two feet low, but the largemouth bass are good on the Texas and Carolina rigged worms. All right, dudes. I had That's your a, Friday fishing report, Don it's Bob. Pretty good. I, <laughs> I had an Uncle B, and he ran the bait shop out there at Lake Ray Hubbard, one of the the bait shops out there. And he had this. This is such a great old man line. You know, you hit a baseball like you hang your clothes on a line. Um, I just every time I think Uncle B, he said that every time. That was it. That's his baseball. On a line. Don't pop up. You want to hit it on a line. That is that is an old man thing to say too. It's okay. Pretty good. Let's go to line five. Larry in Dallas. Larry, tell us what you're thinking. Hey, guys. How are y'all doing today? Hey, man. Pretty horny. Doing great. Oh, man. Yeah, well, I'm glad you said horny. I was just thinking about these Mavs and uh, the first preseason game with Kristaps and uh, Luka in there. It's got me feeling mildly orgasmic about this season. I can't lie. Um, the the fact that we've got somebody who is really dynamic and a big guy, and, you know, it's right in as a replacement after Dirk. It just, uh, there's no drop off in excitement and emotion. And I just, uh, I don't know. I can't get enough. I don't know if that's the same thing, if it's just me or no, dude. I'm getting overhyped. No, I'm right there with you. And, dude, where are these calls coming? These are great calls. See, Pretty Larry. solid. I feel like every one of these calls has been damn good. Yeah. And I'm right there with you. I'm super excited about the Mavs. And I'm going to miss the big German. There's no doubt about it. I already do. I miss the big German. I wonder what he's doing right now. Uh, I feel sorry for him that uh, Father Time is undefeated because it's not going to be the same without Dirk out there. Make no mistake about that. This is like Luca and Porzingis are not our new dads. Dirk's our dad. This is not a step basketball dad situation. You don't have Dirk will always be our dad. These are our crazy Euro nephews. Yeah, that came these over. Are, yeah, these are two wild and crazy guys. They wanted, to, they wanted to go to college in America, and so you know, right. uh, yeah, he didn't keep up. Five, right. very nice. I, I don't. I will miss Dirk. I need more Dirk in my life. But yes, this I think is. You I'm, still got it. I'm very excited about this. Did uh, Devin Harris retire, or I think he's gonna he's gonna hang, hang around in Dallas a little bit. 
Sure, he's, you heard that. Uh, he's going to hang out and see what pops up. I mean, there's injuries happening, oh. and then someone's going to need a, a veteran guard. Wait, so. did they cut Courtney mm-hmm. Lee or? No, I don't. I'm, he it may not. I, I'm not wishing injury on any Mavericks. I think he might end up. I didn't up, say injury. I said cut. No, I mean, there's no reason to do all that. Um, I, I He'll wait and see what playoff team needs a veteran guard after some okay. injuries. That's what I think. All right, all right. Let's get the college football vibes going. Let's go to Mason, line six. Mason in Dallas. Tell us what you're thinking. Yeah, I just uh, want to talk about OU and how I think that defense and that uh, offense is going to take UT to uh, town and uh, never let them come up for air. I don't, I don't think UT stands a chance. Oh, man, you think it's going to be a blowout? Waterboard them? A terrible oh, yeah. murder scenario you uh, described. It's a uh, cardinal sin in my house to not vote for uh, OU. So I, oh, I yeah? say this for my grandpa. You don't want him listening. He might disown me. What are they running for? Huh? You said you were going to vote for OU. I didn't know what office they were running for. Mason? Hey, thanks for driving it hey, into the you, ditch, Mason. Mason. Appreciate that. See you, man. It's going to be tough for the OU. you got to get a lot of love on this show, probably. Let's go to... Uh, and screw your grandpa, too. Hey, hey sir! No, no, sir! No. I'll have you know my sweet, sweet hot wife is from Oklahoma. Oh, Take yeah, it back. She is. Mm. Mm. Zach mm. in Denton, line nine. Zach in Denton. Tell us what you're thinking. Here's what I'm thinking, man. I'm 24. I've never seen the Cowboys be great, and I'm not bought in that they're going to be great this year. What's going to happen if they lose this game to the Jets? Man, suck. another great call. Uh, look, I, I get this. There's a lot of young people out there that don't even remember when the Cowboys were good, so they don't know, even know how to feel about optimism. Uh, listen, if the Cowboys lose to the Jets and the Jets are just slightly less terrible than the Dolphins and Redskins. They're among the worst teams on the planet. If they lose to the Jets, I say you make Garrett walk back from New York. You don't don't hitchhike. let him on don't let him on the team playing. You're like, look, if you hitchhike back and you can prove to us that you hitchhike back, you can keep your job for another week. Otherwise you're fired. I need a ride. Seriously, if they lose to the Jets, it's the end of the world. It's, it's a, the end of everything. It's a, You feel a lot worse about the whole idea of, okay, these last two weeks was just turnover-related. Even with turnovers, you beat the Jets, You go, right? uh-oh, we were duped into thinking this thing was special. Yeah. I, th- I think that uh, I'll here's my uh, sure shot fart butt prediction. I predict that in exactly nine days, we're going to be talking about a five and two team that looks great in their division yeah. and all the things that we thought going into the season are going to manifest themselves Let's go to mike in plano line 10 mike tell us what you're thinking how's it going fellas i'm uh, worried about burge Irwin's snap counter dropping five percent every week outside the miami game and jason Witten's are climbing and the defense is getting gassed for like 232 in the air and 132 on the ground it's just not looking good. You, get, you know, you get Le'Veon Bell out there in space this week. I think we need to check Jeff Eaton down inside, maybe give Jalen some help. Thanks, Gus. Yeah, thank you, man. I heard uh, somebody had this. That's another good call. Somebody had this uh, the other day at practice. Uh, one of the Cowboys coaches during a tackling drill, and they looked bad, was saying, hey, if you guys blow a tackle against this guy, talking about Le'Veon Bell, he'll take it an extra 20 yards. Yeah. So, yeah, they need to be on their game. The Jets do suck. I do, I do not think Le'Veon Bell sucks. I just think everyone around him sucks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's still good. Let's go to Chase in line uh, in Dallas. Chase, line four. Tell us what you're thinking. Chase? A change of pace here, but uh been listening to the, the show all day here in Jerry. I'm thinking I'm going to Papa's Brothers for some barbecue tonight. Yeah, <laughs> there you go, right? You might bump into him. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> 
Would Dude. you would you buy would you offer to buy uh, Mr. Jones like some brisket or something if you bumped into him at a at a barbecue restaurant? Oh, you better believe it. Man, you know what was great about that? And thanks for calling. When we bumped into Jerry yeah. at Papa's Brothers Barbecue, again, he just had his tray. And at first, he was the only one in the restaurant in line. Mm-hmm. And then when we got there, it was just him and us. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of started having this conversation. Well, the line started getting bigger behind us. And at first, people were like, dude, would you guys go? And then you could kind of hear the whispering. And they're like, oh, my God, that's Jerry Jones. And then in a couple minutes later, there was a crowd of people hanging on every word Jerry said, and nobody was upset that they were held up. It was magical, It was dude. really cool. He was holding court, and it was great. Last one right here, as we do every week. We end it with a ghost call. Let's go to an unscreened line oh. one. Tell us what you're thinking. It's a bounce back game, baby. Yeah. Time to get ready. Oh. Yeah. We're coming, Jets. Sir. Whoa. Whoa. Easy. That's what I'm talking about. Ah, Easy. let's go. So are you fired up for this game? I'm really fired up, baby. You like Andy Reid? Like you're going to suffer. <laughs> Yeah. We're for all the losses we had. We're coming, baby. And get ready. Sir. I can Hey, that's what I want to hear. You got to put more You got to get louder and act. Can you just yell? Let's get to You have strength? you have the whole Metroplex <laughs> listening right now. This is your one chance to get everybody fired up. I want to hear more like that. Just give us a pep talk and get Cowboys fans fired up. Yeah, baby. Let me tell you something. It's been over 20 years and this is our year. I know we've lost a couple of games, guys, oh. but we're going to pull it together. Yeah. And when we do, we're going to bring the heat, and we're going to the Super Bowl. Let's go! Cowboys, baby! It's the Dallas Cowboys! So get on the bus, baby, because here we come! Yeah! I mean, it was just the Jets, though. Hell yes! That was great. Dude. Well done. Unscreened ghost call, two for two. Yep, well yeah. done. Two in a row. That's great.